Welcome back to another episode of Conjob, your favorite convention-related podcast. This week, Alexa and I are joined by Exhibitor Sales Manager George Zotti to talk about Fan Expo Boston, which is coming up this week in Boston, Massachusetts. Hope you guys enjoy it. Without further ado, George, welcome back to the show. How's it going? Good, guys. How are you? Pretty good. Pretty good. Getting, uh, getting, getting ready to c- come and see you in uh, in a couple of days. That's what I'm doing. Yeah, a couple of days. Uh, you know, Boston is happening. I fly up tomorrow, and uh, start my crazy back to back show tour that I'm going on. Now you so, so tomorrow is August thirty first. Just uh, just so everybody uh, everybody listening knows, we're we're recording this on Monday night. Um, so this is this is your second or third time in Boston for for you specifically. Second, yeah. This is okay. like twenty nineteen was my first show season, and then of course we all know that twenty twenty was not. And then uh, so this is my second time. So. So this this weekend the show is oh gosh what are what are the dates because I I don't have my calendar in front of me. <laughs> uh, I don't have my calendar in front of me. That's, uh, that's, 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 that's completely embarrassing. That's why they pay me the big bucks. This weekend is the uh, the third, fourth, and fifth of September. Third, fourth. There and you fifth. go. Yes. I was just testing you guys. Okay, you passed. <laughs> of course, job, of course. Guys. Good job. <laughs> and and uh, so how many how many vendors do we have at the show roughly? It's a smaller show floor than normal um, because normally Boston pulls in about, I don't know, like about 450 artist alley tables and something like 650 retailers. It's going to be smaller than that. Um, Probably about a third the size of that. Uh, It's, it's been rough for Boston this year. It's on the same weekend as of the very popular con dragon con. Never Uh, heard of it. Never yeah, heard of it. Exactly. What what's that show? Yeah, who would go there? <laughs> uh, yeah, everybody knows Dragon Con is great. So, um, and that's been a hurdle. But it's you know we didn't we've been out of the market for a while, and you know Boston was something that we were rebuilding anyway. So to be out of the market for that long felt didn't feel right. Uh, so this was the weekend we could get. It was the only weekend we could get. Um, because we're at the mercy of the of the, the the BCE center, every venue, right? It's like these are the show times we got, either take it or leave it. So yeah, we yeah, that's... It, and it's been it's been a little bumpy. A lot of people are, like I said, either at another con or, uh, unlike Orlando, people still have concerns about COVID in Boston. So. Unlike Orlando, exactly. I mean, un- <laughs> unlike the South as a whole, let's be real honest. <laughs> or anywhere in Florida. Well, the Northern shows have been more difficult. I'll tell you that. So just it's been a difficult, a way more difficult sale, especially here in Canada, too. So, you know, that you is know, uh, I- that is true. I-, I watch those Fan Expo Canada groups and oh, man, those those guys feel like it- it- it's almost like the 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 death knell of conventions in Canada. Cause they're so negative. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, a lot of the people on any message board are usually negative. Well, that's but fair. like you know, you know, people are like, "Don't do shows until 2023," and then somebody doubles down, "2024," oh, and you're gosh. just like, "Guys, if that happens, there will be no more shows, or at least not exactly." expo does right like if you just want tiny little 500 600 people cons you know with you know half a dozen vendors then that's great but that's not the cons that we do so um if you know if we waited that long we would have we would vanish we would have gone away like the dodo right i mean and, and that's happened to a lot of vendors and that's part of the problem too with with boston reaching out to some regular stalwart guys that would come to shows and they're just they're not in business anymore you know it's crazy there's uh there's a vendor in one of our groups that made a post and he had this uh this notebook and he had a bunch of vendors names written down and you know he had he had said that there's only like three from that list that are still in business and i'm just like holy cow that's insane and they're all you know they're all all upper you know upper northeast guys which is just insane to me so yeah, like uh, go, go ahead, ahead guys no no go ahead well i like a lot of people that had you know um like that had a good online presence so we're able to survive and get through but there were some people you know some people i know that that they just made their living going from show to show to show right like you know you do a show almost every weekend and you you know tour around the country or you know, coming up to Canada and doing shows. And that's how you made your living. And most people made a decent living doing that. But, you know, suddenly the rug is pulled out from under you, right? And as a, I know here in Canada, it was a little difficult if you were self-employed and then suddenly you didn't have an income. So that was a little harder to get any kind of, you know, government help. Um, So I can't even imagine what it was like down there. Oh, please. It felt like they were handing out money to most people like candy, except for the self-employed. The ones that actually really needed it, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, There's a a lot of people that I know that they, you know, they just weren't able to get it because, you know, because of how their business was set up or, you know, because of X, Y, or Z, it was, it was kind of messed up. You know, there's, there's still vendors that it's really sad. They're not taking credit cards right now because it'll show up on, you know, as part of their business income and they'll lose their unemployment, but they only have like two shows scheduled for the rest of the year. Right. Right. You know, so what, what do they do there? But that's that, that, you know what, that's a conversation for another podcast. Let's talk about, <laughs> let's talk about Boston. Yes. So you, you, you made the comments that it's, you know, it's been a little bit tougher, you know, obviously than it is in the South. Um, you know, to, to kind of get things rolling and, you know, make things happen. Um, as far as like mandates go, you know, are masks going to be required? You know, is there, you know, is there kind of a, a list of things that, you know, that the attendees slash vendors have to do for Boston this year? Well, Boston, the city just recently put in a mask mandate, put a mask mandate back. So that's the city deciding to do it. I mean, honestly, we would have probably done it anyway. Um, just to be safe. We want everybody to be safe. We want our, you know, um, everybody coming in, fans, vendors, celebrities, community, whoever. You know, we want to put on 
a good fun event that everybody is going to, you know, come and enjoy and then remember and go, Oh, that was great. So safety is an important thing, even without COVID safety was always a big thing. So, um, because you want a safe environment. Um, but like, just like in Orlando, we have, we've, you know, tripled the cleaning team, you know, so that there's, you know, always somebody cleaning escalators, doorknobs. We're trying to, you know, Boston is a very secure show floor too. Um, so we can't just throw open every door and let people go through, but, uh, the BCE has put in a, uh, more advanced scanning, uh, system than you walking through like the airport where you have to un- empty your pockets and put everything into a thing, et cetera, et cetera. So apparently this new system is supposed to be really great and it's way faster than uh, previously because that was always a problem in Boston, you know, because you're a vendor and you're walking with a big giant box of stuff and they go, okay, wait, you have to stop, empty out your pockets, empty out your wallet, you know, take out your wallet, take out your phone. We have to open the box. And that's always kind of a, a difficult thing when you're rushing to get to work. Right. You know? Yeah. So especially if you're, yeah. When some of the shows do that big security check for the, for the vendors, it really creates like a log jam of people trying to get in. It's like, Hey, we just have, you know, I just have my comic books or just my art prints or whatever it may be. It's like, yeah. 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 And I mean, you know, 90% of the vendors, if I don't know them personally, I know that they do all our shows. Right. So, and that's a hard thing when you know the you know city like boston has got some scars some stuff that happened that they you know don't want repeated so um so it's hard to tell them oh come on guys let's get lax about this right oh yeah i didn't even think about that yeah you know on the other hand i'm coming in to do my job right yeah you know but you know if we all had like a label on our forehead that said bad guy, that'd be great. But yeah. We <laughs> so you don't know. So you have to be careful, but still, it's still kind of a pain. <laughs> I absolutely. will admit that. <laughs> so have you guys, have you guys received any, any, anything from the venue regarding the new COVID strain or anything like that? Has there been any pushback from the actual, you know, the BCE at all? Not that I know of, but I'm okay. not that guy. I'm not the person like that's kind of a higher level than me. That would go to like our show director, you know, oh. it, it would, it would go to them to say, Hey, this is what we're putting into place. And then pertinent information kind of trickles down to me. Um, I guess we need to think about rethink who we get on the pod from now on. Dang. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, man. man. <laughs> man. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, man. George only pawn in game of life. So <laughs> that's funny. Well, no, you you said that the show floor, you know, is it, it's going to be a you know a fairly reduced size this year, you know, due, due to a ton of different things. Um, what, what's the guest list looking like? Because I know, you know, there were a couple, you know, a couple actors that have had to bow out because they've got filming commitments, which is fantastic. Um, but what what's the guest list looking like? Is it still still pretty strong? Yeah, it's still looking pretty good. Um, I mean, as of now, our best looking show is still Dallas. Um, Dallas looks great, but you know, Boston is almost comparable to Megacon, which is not normal for Boston. Um, you know, cause Megacon is one of our bigger cons. Like we get a lot of people in for that, but we still got some good names coming, you know, as long as they're still coming, <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah has, there like, been, has there been any of them that are on the list that have, that have backed out up as of today? 
Yeah, like recently? well, there's a few. Uh, not recently, uh, but like Summer Glau was supposed to be there and she had to cancel. Gates McFadden, Patrick Warburton, Wayne Knight, Anthony Michael Hall, uh, uh, and Brian Baumgartner from The Office. But we still have a great cast, right? Like, um, you still you know, got a lot of Office guys yeah. that are going to yeah. be there. Yeah, and we got like Doctor Who, like Christopher Eccleston, Michael Rorker, Brendan Fraser, uh, Katie Cassidy from Arrow, uh, Lana Katie Sackoff from too, right? Yeah, Katie yeah. Sackoff. Yeah, which is she's a personal and Nick Carter. I don't know where that came from, but it's like oh, Backstreet back, Boys. Yeah, yeah, Backstreet's I, back. All wait, right, wait, man. How did I, I didn't know that. Never mind. I don't know how I knew that. Somebody told me that. <laughs> so it, it's still showing that Brendan Fraser is going to be there. Is that the? Is that is that the thing? Yeah, it's so far. You know? That's fantastic. Don't jinx it. I, <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna lie. the the only The only person that I'm really, really concerned about is is Daniel Pennebaker because yeah, it's 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 Killer Frost. So there's that. Yeah, she's cool. I don't know, yeah, man. I, like for me, Billy Piper. Ugh, Billy Piper. <laughs> I actually I got to meet Katie Sackoff. Otherwise, I would be I would be crazy over Katie. I actually have Starbucks tattoo on my arm. Oh God. Yeah. So I got to meet her and show her my tattoo and she was, and this is a great thing about Katie Sackhoff, even though she's obviously, she plays these super strong, you know, sci-fi women and she works out like crazy. She is the girliest of girls. She's amazing. She's like summer dresses and pink nails. And yeah, she was awesome. She's like, just incredible. I showed her my tattoo and she goes, Oh wow. Like, you're a better man than I am. She goes, well, of course you are. You're a man. And I went, only marginally. Let's be real. <laughs> right? And she goes, I could never get a tattoo. The thought of somebody hitting me with a needle that many times, I just couldn't do it. And it's like, you're Starbuck? You're a great actress. <laughs> I wouldn't write really that. That's funny. So just, I guess, getting back to some of the other things with the show, what will load-in look like? Will the will vendors be able to drive on the floor for this venue? or No, that, that usually does not happen for most venues. Um, sort of most modern facilities do have like a, a loading dock facility, and they don't usually let you drive into the show floor. Sometimes if you've got early moving, if like you're a giant corporate, uh, you know, like if you're Funko and you have to set up a, you know, a 50 by 50 booth, yeah. they get to kind of drive in their trucks and stuff like that. But most vendors, especially with the limited show floor, um, there's really not a lot of opportunity to do that. I mean, especially at facilities that are strongly um, unionized. So, and that makes it a little difficult too in Boston, but I mean, that's standard fare. That's the same thing in Chicago and New York, in Philadelphia and San Francisco. They're, you know, strong union cities. So, you know, there are rules. Yeah, the union, union makes it fun. We'll just leave yeah. it at fun. Yeah. <laughs> so we usually get a special disposition that you can actually use something with four wheels to bring in your product. So, so that means you can use like a flatbed or something like that, but you cannot use like a pump truck to move your stuff. You cannot use, you know, you can't use a, you know, a pump truck or pallet jack, whatever you want to call it. You, you know, it, obviously you can't use like a forklift or anything like that. So it's either flat dolly, um, you know, a two wheel dolly or you walk it in by hand. So. Yeah, I know. Uh, I am buying a new dolly actually in the next 24 hours because I need something bigger. 
because yeah. I'm terrified of that Boston venue because I remember it from a couple years ago and that walk from the door to the front part of that room is long. Yes, it is. Yep. It is a very long the, walk. And because the show floor is smaller, it's a longer walk. You exactly. Can get steps, man. You're going to get in your right, steps. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to Mexico in three months, so I got to get my steps in because I got to lose like 30 pounds because swim trunks i need to find swim trunks that fit speedos speedos oh you don't nobody wants that (laughs) nobody wants nobody wants any of that trust me nobody wants no 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 well then i'll make sure that you're i'll move your booth to the very 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 back back corner (laughs) right the furthest corner from the loading doors yeah absolutely i'll make sure that that happens for you and just give me a 40 by 40 that way i can just run the whole thing there you go (sighs) And, and run the entire weekend. Yeah. Uh, no, no. no so, so it'll be like 10 by like 50. So like you're just running back and forth, right? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Like or how about just back you, and forth? Make it five by a hundred. Screw it. Just, you know, do the whole, do the whole width. Oh, man. That would be a lot of glass. So um, look, look, and what we're, what we're talking about right now, there's a, there's a lot of vendors that have asked us, you know, Hey, can you include some, you know, some different stuff when you're talking to these, you know, these show reps. So um, you are going to get some, some different questions from what, uh, what we've asked you in the past. Yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, as far as attendance for this show, what, what's the historical average attendance, you know, since you guys have taken it over? Cause I know you took it over a few years back. Yeah. So there's always kind of whenever we pick up a show, whenever we pick up a local show, there's always a little bit of a dip in attendance. Um, just because like suddenly we're the big giant evil corporation coming in, buying the local guy's <laughs> show, you know, and we don't care about them the way they do. Yada, 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 yada. Um, but Boston was slowly building back up. We had a really, I'm not going to lie. We had a really bumpy 2018 where we were dealing with a, uh, some new staff members at the BCE, new union reps, and that was tough. That was a really rough move in for vendors, right? And I mean, really, when it comes right down to it, you know, all wrongs are righted if they make a ton of money. <laughs> so, like, they could have the worst move in, but they made a crap ton of money. So they'll go, okay, well, I'll come back anyway because I made a ton of money. Um, so, on average, we pull in, um, Usually it's about like 45 to 50,000 people. That's yeah. our goal for Boston. Um, this year is less than that, but uh, <laughs> I don't know how that sounds. I don't know if that sounds encouraging or what. Well, it's, it's again, it's the hard sale to the same way vendors feel the same way the people of Boston feel right. You know, um, I'm hoping that we get like just a crap ton of day ofs where people go, well, they're actually having it. Well, okay, let's go see. Because I know in a lot of places that were locked down, um, the conventions that they ended up running were really great. Um, You know, as long as there's not like a hurricane happening during them. (laughs) Right. Well, and you know, that's funny because that's going to kind of be my next, my next thing is, you know, do you think, cause I I don't know if you've watched the track for this storm that's uh, that's, you know, down in uh, down in new Orleans right now, but it looks like that bad boy is going to be floating through, uh, 
through the Boston area come uh, come Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, yeah but going I, over I, that much land, I would think it's probably just a rainstorm at that point, right? Well, or, you would think. You would, you would hope. Up. Yeah, like usually the land, especially if it's like, yeah. you know, rockier terrain, it kind of tears up a storm. But like, I, I don't think the people from Boston are the kind of people who are going to go, ooh, it's raining. I'm going to stay inside. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's not the, you know, you know, it might be different in some places, but not the Boston people. I mean, good God, right? Like, they'd be like, what, it's raining? I'm going to go outside just to prove that storm. They're going to go outside uh, and pop the car. (laughs) Yeah, exactly, right? (laughs) Like, they're going to say, that's not going to stop me from doing what I want to do. So, yeah, so I'm not really worried about that. You know, it's different when it's like a hurricane or something like that. Even though when in Orlando we got hit with a tropical depression, you know, it's like, yeah, oh, but I, it's Florida. That's you, it could be a category three, you know, a low category three, and that's that's nothing for us. Yeah, yeah, that's we're really used fair. to that. That's that's yeah. the norm. That's just a rainstorm. I was like, although the crazy that. thing was, go ahead. I was repeating that to people, Ryan. I stole your line. Yeah, that's There's fine. It's like, true. Think, yeah. Do you think anybody's going to be worried? I went to Florida. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> please. It's Florida. Nobody even cared about COVID. I used yeah. to tell, like, when we did a show in other states, I'd have the mask on, and people would come up and they'd say, "Oh, you guys are from Florida. You know, how's it go? How's the mask work?" I go, "Please, we haven't been wearing masks since March of 2020." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, yeah, we understand. If COVID can't hurt us, we all know water can't. That's <laughs> how Florida yeah. looks at it. Yeah, and really, COVID's just like super tiny water. So yeah, yeah, I got exactly. it. Super <laughs> tiny water. Jeez. I like that. I'm gonna steal that one. Thank you. Right. Uh, oh my god. <laughs> super <laughs> tiny <laughs> water. I tell Funny, you guys, I've been, I've been like tested so much. So every time I leave Canada, I've got to get tested. Every time I come back into Canada, I've got to get tested. <laughs> You're like, so, oh, we got a deviated septum. Yeah, you know, and it's, you know, I I, I found uh, there's uh, a pharmacy by where I live. It's a big chain in Toronto called Shoppers Drug Mart, kind of like Walgreens or stuff like that. Oh, I know the but, shoppers. Yeah, but the, the dude there that does the COVID test, he's a very gentle touch. Yeah, no, I like oh, nice. that guy. <laughs> <laughs> can, I request, can I request Ramon, please? Yeah, exactly, you know, yeah, sort of like... <laughs> Um, when we flew back from Orlando, oh, oh, those guys, like that was like deep in your nose, right? They took like, a it's brain like, sample. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they took a brain sample. It's like, guys, I need as much of that as I can get. Don't take any more. <laughs> yeah, the so, same thing happened to me whenever I had my rapid or my 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 test done there. Like, there's the military was doing it. They had National Guard guys doing some of the free ones, and I really thought that my brain had been punctured. It hurts so bad. Yeah. But so when I leave Boston, I, we were getting tested on site and then I leave and I come back to Toronto for a day and then I have to get tested again to fly to Calgary, just the antigen test. And then I fly directly from Calgary to Dallas. Um, so before I do that, I've got to get tested again. Uh, and then of course, coming home from Dallas, I, I have to get tested again. So as of tomorrow, pretty much I'll only be back home for one day in uh, like 22 days, something like that. Jeez. Wow. I, I feel you. I, I feel you. I'm uh, I'm pretty much the exact same way because I, I go to Boston 
um, to actually probably Wednesday. Um, I'll leave, get up there. And then uh, I don't come home until the following or no, actually two weeks from now and then drive straight over after I reload my product. So I'll, uh, I'll be in the same boat. I'm going to have to find a laundromat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I got a big suitcase. So going directly from Calgary, going from, uh, from cowboy Canada to cowboy USA. Yeah. There you so, go. <laughs> yeah, Calgary is just like Texas light. So. It, well, it's, it's, Texas is very light actually. Cause <laughs> yes. you know, they, at least they have poutine in Calgary. <laughs> yes. But, and the, the fun thing is, uh, in the saddle dome, uh, in, well, the, in the stampede park where we go to the, the BMO center, all the security guys have white cowboy hats. I think that's kind of fun. And we usually yeah, play, yeah. we play a game every year who can get a cowboy hat off of a security guy. <laughs> <laughs> now like for, for those people that don't know, um, is Calgary expo still held in four separate buildings? No, usually it's in two different buildings. Um, okay. like, uh, in the BMO center, um, and BMO is a bank. It's the Bank of Montreal. Right. Um, so it's not the, two... not the robot from Adventure Time. No, not at all. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, so it's like two big halls. Well, three big halls in the BMO Center. And then usually Artist Alley is in a completely different building called the Big Four. And that's really cool because we have a massive Artist Alley. And underneath the Artist Alley is is like a like a like a food court, like excuse me, a food court that you would see in a mall kind of food court. I am terribly upset. I was, I was a cosplay guest there years ago and had no clue that was there. Yeah. And like, I was in the big four building. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was, it was right downstairs, man. How did you miss that? Because, well, because they fed us. So right. we'd never really had to care about food, but I would have still yeah. liked to have went and checked out the food. And then we do something that kind of like, like C2E2 does. Uh, we have uh, a whole bunch of food trucks outside. So in between the two buildings, uh, we get all kinds of local food trucks. I love it. That's a show I, uh, that everybody should go to at least once in their life because Calgary is a great city. Like I, I don't know why I love Calgary so much, but I do. So um, well, I mean, they're cowboys, but they're Canadian, so they're polite cowboys. <laughs> well, exactly. <laughs> um, so as we start, I guess one more question, really, about the show, and then we got a couple, just a couple off, off the sh- off topic ones. Uh, yeah, do you go ahead. know the dates for next year's show? Uh, we are just finalizing that because okay. there will be rebooking available. So is. As soon as we get all the rebook stuff, we will have the dates. Um, but it looks like um, it'll be like the kind of August tenth weekend. Okay. For next okay. Week. So, so the, the same, the same weekend that it typically is. Yeah. No. No. We want to reset everything for next year. Like, which is evident you know, by MegaCon, which was nice. Yeah. Yeah. MegaCon will be back in May. Calgary will be back in April. Um, you know, we do Toronto Comic Con in March. Our big fan expo Canada will be again the last weekend of August. You know, uh, Edmonton will be in September. Um, Dallas will be kind of Dallas was usually May June, so it's going to be June uh, next year. And then we're looking to put Denver in July of next year. Ooh, that's uh, that's an exciting proposition. I'm, I'm, I like it. I like it a lot. Oh, yeah. 
like every month. Yeah. Yeah. We have, uh, before we bought wizard, we have a show pretty much every month except for January. But now that we bought wizard. Yeah. You got uh, new Orleans. We'll have new Orleans. Yeah. Which I'm excited about. So get on on that one. You've got new Orleans possibility of Portland, depending on, uh, on where that goes. There's uh there's all kinds of possibilities. Well, as far as I know, we're, 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 we're keeping everything, you know, so, you know, you'll, you'll get New Orleans, you'll get Chicago, you'll get Philly, you'll get St. Louis, you'll get Portland. Um, you know, we're going to do, you know, all of the shows and hopefully, you know, kick it back up to, to kind of what they used to be come in with our little bit of fan expo muscle and, you know, get the celebrities and get the comic guests and all that sort of stuff. You know. Well, and I know, you know, this is uh, definitely a, a talk for another time, but I, I will say I'm already starting to kind of notice that for Chicago, that there's a lot of Fan Expo-esque guests that, uh, that were already announced for that first round for Chicago. Yeah, and we're going to pull in some of our programming, like the cosplay red carpet that's really, really popular with fans and, you know, do things like that, um, you know, and pull in things like that we really haven't done this year. Cause this year has been kind of a, like a back to basics con. You can't really do a giant family zone um, where, you know, kids are getting face painted because, you know, everybody's still, you know, worried about COVID and stuff like that. Um, <laughs> like, well, one of the great things that we had, I, I don't know if I mentioned this, we had in Vancouver, we, we had a giant penned off area that was just full of crayons and cardboard boxes and kids loved it. Right. Remember when you were a kid, the best thing about getting a new fridge was the box. Yes. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> it's it's very little, true. Little spaceship or whatever. Clubhouse. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So we did that and, you know, we just had a whole bunch of cardboard boxes in an area. We thought, will this work? And it was a hit. It was a phenomenal that's, hit. So. That's hilarious. And so um, I guess as we're starting to kind of go down here, we got these, these kind of off, off topic questions. So, and because, Obviously, you're in Canada. Maybe this one might not apply, but with football, American football season right around the corner, do you have a uh, football team you follow? Besides, I do. Besides the Toronto Argonauts or yeah, I absolutely do. Yeah, absolutely. I am a massive fan of the San Francisco 49ers. Ooh, and I I, I knew this. Been, Jimmy G yeah, have been for years. Uh, my okay. brother was a Dallas Cowboy fan growing up. And uh, the very, very first game I ever watched, it was like on a super snowy, you know, uh, February day or January day. And uh, I went to my brother, you know, when I was 12, I think it was 12 or 14 and said, so what are you doing? And he's like, idiot, I'm watching the Super Bowl. And I went, oh, <laughs> who are you rooting for? And he goes, uh, the Bengals. And I went, why, why the Bengals? Because the 49ers beat my team to get here. And it was a fluke they're going to lose. So our uncle had just given us each 20 bucks. So I went, I'll bet you 20 bucks on the San Francisco 49ers. And of course, yeah, they won Super Bowl win, stopping the Bengals on the one yard line. Just Joe Montana magic, man. So yeah, he was good. He was good. (laughs) He was okay. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah. So big, big uh, NFL fan. And I love the NFL, just like, I mean, with the CFL, I mean, as a Canadian, I'm obligated to love hockey. So, which I do. And, you know, the Raptors winning at, at uh, basketball oh, is great. Yeah. A couple years ago. Yeah. But like sometimes, man, I don't think you need to play like, especially baseball. You don't need to play 163 games of anything to figure out who's the best. <laughs> you know? No, it's definitely a war. I of love attrition. that football. 
Yeah, you got 16 games, and every game matters. 17 and to- this year. 17 this year. 17. Yeah. They added, they added the extra game this year. Oh, crazy. Hogwash. Yeah. Hogwash. Yeah, I'm not a fan, but whatever. Hogwash. Yeah. And then so to, to win the, the Super Bowl, you got to win games in a row. Right. Like, there is no loss. There's nothing you can do. Like, you can't lose no three series. games in a row and then come right. back and win four. You got to win yeah. that first one. Well, no. The, the last random question if you could live anywhere in the world, where where would you want to live and why? That's that's a hard one. Um, <laughs> there's kind of like two places I would really dig living. We'll accept um, two two answers. Yeah, I'd love to live in uh, Middle Earth. I don't know if you guys oh, ever okay. been to New Zealand, but New Zealand is a magical place. It's New Zealand is incredible. I would live in New Zealand in a heartbeat. Um, and then um, I spent some time in Italy. And I mean, I'm Italian, um, uh, you know, uh, by heritage. And there's you don't just, say your name yeah, doesn't end yeah. in vowel, so yeah, it's a dead yeah. giveaway. Yeah, <laughs> double consonant vowel. <laughs> so, um, so there's just something about like when I went to Rome and uh, going to the Malfi Coast that was that was pretty spectacular. So, one of those two places in a heartbeat. Yeah. As soon as okay. I win the lottery, you guys are on your own, and I'm going to live in uh, Middle Earth. So. <laughs> Screw you guys. I'm going to Middle Earth. <laughs> yeah. And I am a huge fan of ancient Rome myself, so that's, uh, that's always a good choice. We, yeah, Rome was just incredible. Though, when, like we the, go on, when we go on our trips, like even when we went to Egypt or you know, we've gone to Turkey and stuff, I'm always like, hey, is there any Roman ruins around? Like I'm always trying yeah. to look for something Roman in all these places. <laughs> And yeah, of course, there's plenty of them pretty much everywhere you yeah. go, but it's just so cool. Well, I always find that usually in Europe, you find yeah. you feel the weight of human history there oh. more, than, more so than you do in North America. Well, I have this story. We went to France and, and Megan collects uh, old books and we were in like some little random bookstore in Paris. And this guy was like, here, you know, these books are on the shelf. And this one was from like, I don't know, 1400. And she was like, oh, you have these, these old ones just sitting out on the shelf? And he's like, oh, that's not old. <laughs> and he's like, come over here. He's like, come over here. And he had this glass case with like Caesar's commentaries of you know, the, Gallic, the Gallic Wars. And it was like from like 41 AD. <laughs> it was like yeah. unbelievable. And it's like, I was like 1400 to us. So that's old. I was like, to us, yeah. 19, 1920 is old for us. Yeah, we, can, <laughs> you know? yeah, we barely remember what happened 100 years ago with clarity or 10 years ago with clarity. Never mind. Yeah. So, no, so. But it is right, amazing. So, um, do you have anything else you want to uh, add about the show? Uh, like I said, we're, you know, we're happy to be back in the Boston area after being gone for so long. You know, uh, it's 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 a step in the right direction. We have some rebuilding to do in the Boston area, um, but you know, it's one of the shows that we're committed to. We're doing it. I'm going. We're gonna we're gonna make it as good as we possibly can. So if you missed it, like hopefully people will say, "Well, you should have gone. You should have gone." <laughs> I, I hope on Monday morning I can actually tell everybody, "I you know what? You should have went." Me and George, yeah. we did not have a bottle of bourbon, but uh, and I told we, you that 
I was I was gonna say I told you at MegaCon I was so happy to see how that you guys took over the the Wizard World stuff. I really can't see can't wait to see what you guys do with it because there's quite a bit of shows there that I think can really be upgraded. So I'm excited for them. Yeah, like and you know we kind of you know Wizard was the guy a long time ago. Wizard was the con to go to, right? And they, they just I don't know through complacency or whatever it is. I know that you know maybe you know, have faded over a while, but I'll tell you, man, you know, our team is, we're expanding, we're hungry. We want good shows to happen, you know? Yeah. You know, and I've said this to, to, to both of you, it's sort of like, I want you guys to make a ton of money. So I make a ton of money. (laughs) Everybody makes a ton of money. The world is good. So, you know, and if we can expand that and make that, you know, an easier thing for you guys to come to do things like new Orleans or Philadelphia. And I mean, new Orleans, the city is great. I mean, I'm stoked that we bought San Francisco because, you know, I want them to do it in the fall so I can go see a Niner game. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> not selfish at all. Not selfish at no, all. Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. And I have a really good friend of mine who owns a comic store in Santa Cruz and he, he has tickets to the San Francisco 49ers Joe at Atlantis fantasy world. Go Joe. And, uh, you know, it, that just be great. You know, I love that. I travel for work. I really do. I really dig it. Traveling around Canada and the United States is uh, tons of fun. Yeah. It sounds like it. Well, right, thanks. Guys. Uh, Whoa. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for tuning. Thanks for coming back on George. I really appreciate it. And uh, we'll get you back on for the, uh, for the next show as well. Yeah, absolutely. So like I said, Boston and then Calgary and then Dallas. And then a week later is, Edmonton. Then two weeks later is Fan Expo Limited Edition here in Toronto, and then a week later is Denver. So, holy cow! So, Man. those of you that are waiting on an email back from George, just know he's busy. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. We're really sorry about Denver. We're going to be sending all that stuff out really soon. But as far as we're concerned, right now, Denver feels like so far away. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's two months. It is a it is far away. Let's be honest. It's like, it is it a far away. And in those two months, so it's like five shows. Good Lord, we have five shows. And I, and I mean, that's nobody's fault. And like I said, it's not an excuse, but we pretty much put a year's worth of shows in three months. And, you know, we're rebuilding our resources because obviously people got let go because of COVID and stuff like that. And it's been a struggle. So I will apologize for, for the exhibitor team and anybody else who hasn't got back to you. But we're trying. Honestly, we're going to make it happen. The only way out is through. So we will make it happen. All right, George. Well, we will, uh, we will talk to you uh, soon. Thanks for coming on, man. Yeah, anytime, guys. Thanks for having me. Thank you.